0: hey everybody welcome to another episode of divi chat we are live on youtube i'm going to give it a minute to kick in over here because i know it's going to mess me up when my own voice starts talking to me so i'm muting this week we're going to talk about building online courses course websites with divi and boy do we have some experience for you because we launched a few of us on this panel here have launched one in the last week and um it's been, it's been an adventure. I, I'm really excited. But before we dive into this week's topic, why don't we go around and say hi to everybody and let them introduce themselves. And I'm going to start ladies first. And I'm going to start with Leslie and her spanking new
1: glasses.
2: <laughs> Hello. Yes, I have new, new glasses. Uh, my name is Leslie Bernal of A Girl in Her Mac. Um, and you can find me at agirlinhermac.design.
3: I do design stuff for WordPress.
0: Fantastic. So glad you're here. Hi, Sarah.
3: Hi, I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios here from Australia, and you can catch me at Endure Web on all the socials or endure.com.au. Hey,
0: fantastic. I'm so glad you're here. And before I introduce the, the, the regular scallywags that, that you already know, we're going to introduce someone that you may not know. We've got a special guest, Mr. John, Jonathan Farley with us today. Jonathan, you want to introduce yourself?
4: Yeah, you can call me John. Uh, but uh, uh, so uh, I've been uh, doing uh, courses. I ran a very successful online training course for people who have had uh, various different kinds of surgery for weight loss and uh, um, very big in the L- uh, Lifter LMS area. And you can find me right now at toolsforcoursecreators.com. Fantastic. So glad you're here, John. And sorry, I wanted you to. T-
0: correct me to make sure what to call you yeah no worries <laughs> all right and i'm gonna go with the bearded wonder in the middle at least for me hey sj <laughs> oh
1: for me oh. it's cory <clears throat> yeah Actually, it's Corey. it's, <laughs> it's
0: cory on the live stream sorry <laughs> oh, Corey. Cool. you're the beard, bearded wonder too so
1: so hello everybody my name is stephen james also known as SJ, I am the founder of Divi Space and general all round Divi guy. Um, you can find me at Divi.space and um, pretty much in any of the Facebook groups.
0: Hello. Awesome. Glad you're here, SJ. Other bearded wonder.
5: Hello. I am Corey Tim. Jenkins, also known as CJ. Um, <laughs> Coming at you from Prescott, Arizona. You can find me at Divi.Space, AspengroveStudios.com, and uh, other places. Awesome, if, man. If, if, you look, if you look hard for me.
6: <laughs> hey, Tim. Hey, everybody. Tim Streifler here, also known as TS. And you can find me online at <laughs> DiviLife.com, TimStreifler.com, and wp2podcast.com.
0: Fantastic! So glad you're here, Tim. Man, I'm wanting to introduce myself with some special initials and
6: stuff. To, uh, mean, uh, no one's ever called me TS before. Just to-
0: <laughs> well, my name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios and Divi Space. I also am the co-host of WP the Podcast with Tim. So if you hadn't checked us out, come check us out. We talk about WordPressy stuff all the time. Um, I'm kind of excited to talk about this topic. We scheduled this. I promise this was not planned. We scheduled this topic long time ago. Um, and it's been on the calendar and stuff. And it just so happened <laughs> to coincide with us building our first LMS website. And uh, so we've <laughs> we're kind of fresh on, on building course websites with Divi. It's really fresh in the brain. So I'm going to just say right now, out of the gates... Holy crap. Divi is awesome with building course websites. I love what we've been able to achieve and do with the site that we've built, the LMS site that we've built. We used Lifter. I have a feeling this is going to be a Lifter LMS love fest um, (laughs) because our experiences with Lifter and I'm I'm not sure if anybody's used any of the other platforms, LearnDash. um, Has anybody else used Learn Dash or anything else Not other mean. than that? Not me,
2: but I've heard good things about Learn Dash.
4: Yeah, I have too. Learn
2: Dash looks very impressive.
4: <laughs> I've yeah. done I've done two courses with Learn Dash. Um, nothing bad to say about them. It just uh, they have different features. Awesome. Well, I, I met Justin. We met
0: Justin at Pressnomics last year, and uh, he's the the founder and CEO of uh, of Learn Dash. And I know he's got a great product. He's got great reviews, and people speak really highly of him. And Justin, we're sorry, we just haven't used it yet. So we can't give you a like a, that's about the shout outs that I can give you there. Um, You know, so I guess where I want to start, maybe, you know, well, you know, my, my brain's going to an LMS topic, because that's what a course website is, learning management system. If you've seen LMS, that's what it refers to. And my brain's going to, you know, building an LMS with Divi. But this is A course website with Divi so I was gonna say maybe some of the reasons why you would want to use LMS software but now I'm looking at the title it's you might want to make a course (laughs) Um, so maybe we don't even need to go there Um, where do we want to start how about if I throw it to these seven awesome people okay Maybe to start with,
5: kind of explaining what LMS software is in
0: in general. Go, Corey, or is Tim Tim's our definer?
5: Yeah,
6: That's right. Come on, hey. TS. Uh, what was the question? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so an LMS stands for a learning management system, and essentially, it is a set of tools that allow you to build a online course type of website. Um, on WordPress, uh, I, I guess they have other LMSs that are non-WordPress, but obviously this is Divi WordPress. So, um, yeah, that's basically it in a nutshell. I don't have a whole lot to add because I myself have never built a website with an LMS, um, but I know a lot of people on this panel have. So, yeah, awesome.
1: Is that that good wasn't a very good
6: definition, you guys. That wasn't my best right. work. I'll admit it. I should
0: have kicked it over to the. <laughs> To, to Jonathan Farley, yeah. who's probably built yeah, more course sorry. websites than anybody.
4: Yeah, yeah so I have um, a very um, – I have a CPR course website that I own and operate. I have a um, – I just sold a whole platform of a learning management system to a doctor's office that I – that was my a bariatric support website, so I sold that whole platform. But basically how I would actually – the LearnManage system basically takes the functions of WordPress and puts it into a bundle so it all, so it all works for you because you can do everything yourself, but it just makes things work better. Um, It makes it more co- co- styled correctly and all that stuff. So it just kind of makes it easier for you. Cohesive.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah. I can feed in with you and stuff because I do know what you're talking about because we did have just built an a course website, an LMS website with Divi. And what he's referring to is, is, you know, the functionality that's built within the course. So completion certificates, badges, you know um, just, you know, lessons tracks, you know, the different things that you can do. That's what I'm impressed with. I'm like, I want to use an LMS website just to, from a sales and marketing standpoint for conversion because you can do so many awesomely cool things with an LMS. I think, you know, coming from a marketer's brain um, as opposed to just a course aspect of it uh, because you can have, Modals come in and give specific messages, a lot of conditional logic built into an LMS when 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 something, you know, one of the users completes a lesson, for example, you can show a specific message here if they click here, they get a different message and stuff so I'm just really impressed with the power that you can, you know build with it and stuff. It's really, yeah. really awesome. And
4: and I think one key feature is the membership and the course and that you can lock everything down. That's what makes it so nice is um you can lock it down and you can actually combine well like with Lifter, you can put memberships on top of memberships and courses on top of courses. So like for um your your pathway to get people to where they that they want to go is very easy to do.
5: Yeah it's it, it's cool
3: oh go ahead sorry oh, i was just gonna say i've heard of some people like running really cheap really like either free courses or like really tiny courses and the idea is you just kind of get them into the system and then you upsell them into like these like thousand dollar courses so that that would make sense the yeah for some type of courses
5: yeah I, I was gonna say it's cool how robust um these lms platforms have gotten over the past couple of years um I remember, and it wasn't that long ago when, when people in the WordPress community wanted to run a course, they, they were using more like a, a restrict content type type plugin, just where they were restricting access until that person paid and it was very limited. But it's cool how much the WordPress community has gotten around uh, LMSs and how much they've changed even in the past like two or three years that I can think of because they're extremely powerful. So I guess we, in
3: the past, people just would have used membership um, plugins instead. Yeah.
5: Me- membership. Yeah. Restrict content type stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Cause I mean, that's essentially what it is, is it's a membership that's tailored for like online education. One one thing I want to ask, cause I'm, I'm not a pro with, with uh, creating e-courses, but I have questions because David and I are actually uh, in the process of creating another course. Um, so you talked about how David, especially the lifter has a lot of things that like really help with the the upsells. And Sarah mentioned how a lot of people will have free or dirt cheap courses and then they'll make money on the upsells on the back end. Um, so obviously Lifter and other LMSs have really great features for upsells, but what about like what tools are there for helping people complete the course? You know, getting them from uh signing up and and becoming a, a member or whatever student to actually getting all the way through the course. Cause I know that's a big thing with online courses. There's stats out there that there's a huge percentage and John might be able to speak to this of people that buy courses, but don't complete them. You want to go first David or I want me to?
4: No, yo, I'll, okay. I'll let you go first, John. Okay. So, um, <laughs> when I first created my, uh, bariatric site, um, it was it was three phases there was a membership for nutrition there was a membership for workouts and there was a membership for coaching and then each one of those those memberships had a and then there was another membership on top of that which was all of them so that that was my structure and it kind of broke it down but the good thing about it was how lifter has it there's a private area where where every student has their own dashboard and their own ability to talk to the instructor and then lifter also has its own social media um, aspect of it so each student can talk to other students who are in their course and also in their membership so what i was able to create was this online community that was very because people you know little bit about me is I had bariatric surgery, I used to be 450 pounds. So um, I lost a whole bunch of weight. So I started this, this, you know, community. And what it created was this online course that it was all tailored on my site. So they didn't have to go to Facebook and let other people know what they were doing and stuff like that. So I created a whole entire culture and a whole entire environment that just brought everybody up. So for people who want to do online coaching, just like coach people in, you could do a whole entire drug and alcohol or anything you want that could be totally tailored to your specific ways. Um, and if you can build it in WordPress, you can implement it in there. And, and the badges are a really cool feature that when you finish a lesson or finish a course, um, the, uh, the automation built into like, like Lifter made it so you can have triggers going throughout the whole entire course that if you know a spot is very difficult – you can actually give support yourself through there.
2: Wow, so. that's cool.
4: Yeah, it is really, really
0: awesome. Um, it, it's been just eye-opening to me what you can do with it, the flexibility and stuff. He's right. If you can dream it up and you can do it in WordPress, you can put it into the LMS. And that's been part of the fun part to me is the the creative side of creating the badges and the, you know, the um, the cheerleader-esque type kind of things to keep people going and stuff. And I know several people in here are going to go through the course that we're running right now that SJ just put out. Uh, That's the one we're referring to, the CSS and jQuery course. So you're going to get to experience some of what we're talking about here and stuff where you're going to get badges and you're going to get, you know, we didn't go the route. Yeah. Badges. We didn't go the route of, uh, of, of opting for the social platform inside, of what we're doing with this course, I like the idea of that. We're using a Facebook group, personally, um, you know, for the engagement and for people to chat, mingle, and stuff. But he's right; the private areas are legit. You want to do? We've got it segmented to where if they, you know, want to do one-on-one coaching, if they want to do an inner circle, and, and segment the, you can.
3: Do I a really lot. of like really like that really idea tough. because yeah. I think there's something about. I mean, I know Facebook is our platform. Like we tend to right. use Facebook a lot, but it means people have to be on Facebook to be able to be interacting or to be able to be involved in the course. And not everyone wants to be on Facebook. Right. Um, so I don't know. I really like the idea that you could do the social aspect purely through the website. I know the advantage with Facebook is that people often are generally on Facebook. So they're going to see the notifications and it might keep them engaged a little bit more, but I don't know. I like, you would hope that if someone's paid to start a course that they're going to be logging in enough. Um, I don't know. That's just my two cents worth. I think that sounds really great.
0: It does. I, I mean, I, you know, you made a very good point. Some people don't use Facebook and we've gotten quite a few emails from people, you know, customers of ours who aren't on Facebook and they want they, mm. they want an alternate alternate platform and stuff. So
5: yeah, it's I it's hard it, to find like uh, something that everybody's happy with because if we did Slack, then some people would say that they don't want to use Slack. And um,
3: <laughs> yeah, but, maybe not everyone will be happy with the website, but they can't say I don't use the internet. Like if you're doing yeah. a CS yeah. course,
0: <laughs> yeah, Excel. they're coming to the site anyways <laughs> to take the so. <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
3: I don't know. I think, I think it's good. I think it'd be interesting to test between a few different courses, what sort of engagement you get when it's in yeah. Facebook compared to when it's in the
0: website. SJ, you got anything to say on building course websites with Debbie? Yeah,
2: mate.
1: Mate? <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, do you know what I was just thinking while you were talking, I was just thinking like if I was watching this um, and I was thinking about like presenting something or doing a course, at what point would you kind of say, it's time to move into an LMS rather than just using like a custom post type. Like, what would warrant that extra functionality, that that extra load time, that extra, you know, um, effort that's going to go into that? Um, what's the benefit over just a custom post type? When do, when do you move? What do you think? I What'd you come up like, with? <laughs> I,
3: I, I personally think it well, I'm, looks I'm a still heck kind of
1: What's that, Sarah? Go on. Go on, Sarah.
3: Oh, I was just gonna say from a like a from a user perspective, it looks so much more professional. So yeah, aside from all of the functionality, anytime that I have done a course and they use some sort of LMS, I don't I don't always know which one they've used because I haven't like dug into the back of it, but it looks so much more professional. And so if you want to charge any sort of money, then I would be saying that's the moment when you want to do it. Yeah. Because aside from all the functionality, and aside from if you want to do all these fancy things even if you just want to do a really basic course it would make sense to do it from a perspective of you're going to look way more kicker so people are going to feel like they were warranted in the money they spent right i agree
6: yeah it it gives them the feeling that they're getting something substantial for the money that they're paying and that it's well planned out and executed and it's something that people can't just share the links with you know they're paying for that exclusive right because it's locking it down
4: yeah and um um as far as uh i think you can do a custom post type lock, you know lock that one area down but once you start getting the multiple lessons the multiple sections the multiple like you know branches this course can go um you are going to find that you need the structure of the LMS to to help you know you know and then you throw in the badges and and the certifications and the automation um and we haven't even got to the newest thing lifter put out was assignments and quizzes um, you can actually now with Lifter have assignments where the instructor can can have a second part of the lesson where they go in, they click on the assignment. The instructor has a separate video teaching the person how to do the assignment, and then it will auto grade it for you. It, it can also um, they can set scales like this like this number is worth twenty percent of the of the grade. This one's worth five percent just like any school would do. So the, the ability to branch this thing out where you can actually give real certifications where you can prove to these people who you're building these courses for that this is legit and you can actually, I, I successfully was able to get um, continuing medical um, education credits through my course. So people who are trying to get the, like CPR certified they can do everything through my site and then I can actually issue them a certification that works for state boards.
3: That's awesome.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I know we're speaking lifter
0: a lot and I know Chris is, he's really, really high on um, education and and online education and stuff. And that's, he's very, very passionate about that. Um, We do have some quizzes and stuff, but we're not, we haven't done some of the things that you talked about as, as
4: yeah. And I'll, and learn dash has actually a little better of an assessment um and assignment uh, area too but um and they actually have a, a way to do group assignments so you can actually give an assignment to like 10 people and they can work on it together lifters working on that i bet you they're going to have it done pretty quickly but um um that's going to be huge for people like with uh, classmates yep <laughs> yep exactly so, and you, like, like, I have, if you guys want to go, like, go deep into the woods, I have actually created a pay-per-view sporting website using Lifter. So it's not even a course. I just use the lockdown feature and the live streaming capabilities of these platforms to create a actual online pay-per-view site for sporting events.
0: So... yeah, and I. I I think you just my brain just went, wow, the potential and the the possibilities of what you can do with a a tool like that, you know, where you can offer certifications and stuff and classes. And, hey, I'm the class of 2018, you know, um, that could
6: be pretty cool, actually. I have a question. So uh, we, we. John mentioned classmates and, you know, the group assignments and stuff. And so it made me think, and I guess this is more of a question of online courses overall, rather than specifically like Divi and WordPress, but what, how does it compare to in-person lectures where you have, someone teaching something and you have people that are asking questions that everyone is benefiting from and kind of getting that, you know, interaction with the, the teacher and the other students and so forth. Um, obviously there's pros and cons, you know, to that versus online. Um, what, what are some of your thoughts and is there ways to kind of create that in an online setting? Cheaper. <laughs> That's the
0: first thing that came to my mind. Well, here,
4: here's the main thing: is um, there are, you know, how many of us are on this call right now? Um, we, you can actually embed. There's workarounds, but you can embed this Zoom call or a VMix uh, social call into your live stream, to where you, you can embed the live stream into your LMS. That's fully locked down. That when you're the course creator, you say at one o'clock, I'm having is that's that's when class starts. You can be in your pajamas at home, so can everybody else. But when that thing goes live, we're all right there. We're talking back and forth.
6: And so it's, it's, it's 100% live. And um, so from your experience, John, have you found that to be ex- really successful with engagement and, and feedback and stuff, having those you know live sessions opposed to all recorded? Yeah, or- so
4: um, I had a f- complete upsell where if you wanted to... Um, get um so i had a a nutritionist on staff myself on staff and a a pt on staff so at four at at 6 a.m every morning we would go live half hour before was nutrition talk then we did a workout half hour after was pt talk so people paid us very high rate to be able to watch this this very exclusive workout that they would go to but then they they could ask questions um you know, before and after like, Hey, I, I couldn't get, you know, I couldn't get this move right. Or I had this back pain. They have a physical therapist right there. And that was a very, it was a huge upsell for me. Um, So just look, yeah. you could, mine's yeah, a limit. I,
5: I think, I think a mix of the two is good. I know Um, I, I've probably fielded like a hundred support tickets uh, just like pre-sales questions for our course over the past week. And one of the biggest questions was people were concerned about, um you know they're busy they might have to go on vacation um so they want to make sure that you know the course content's going to be there they can kind of learn, learn at their own pace they have um you know day jobs um so so i i guess it depends on, on the kind of course I, I can see where pre-recorded content and then those kind of one-on-one uh live sessions would be a really good mix for people
3: the other thing i've seen done i think um who is it? Is it Melissa Love or one of those guys that has one of the courses? They Oh, no, no, no. It's um, Kate Toon with her SEO course. So she has it. So you have, like, the – I think it's pre-recorded. I haven't actually done the course. But then they have, like, weekly chats. So then everybody, like, jumps in for a live. So then, again, you could have, like, a mixture thing where it's, like, you have regular – all in kind of, but they really limit to like 12 people or something like that. So that then every week, all 12 people get in, have a chat and you go off during the week and do things. So that would also be like a, a good mixture between, obviously not for a course with a hundred people in it, but if you had like an exclusive course, which is a smaller amount of people, that could work really well.
4: Well, here's how you get around and um, even shoot more of that. You have a blended course where you have a little bit of both. You have live and, and pre-recorded stuff. And then you could also on top of that, on top of all your courses, have two memberships, where you have a have a membership where you want to do more live stuff. It's the same, in, in, and okay. in, and in this membership it's like you just you have all these tracks. So some people
3: just see the pre recorded, some people yep. do pre recorded and the weekly with everybody, and then some people do like pre recorded weekly and then a one on one every second month. Or yep,
4: and say month you're month. going halfway through your course, and you have this upsell sitting here that ten ten people get this exclusive uh, rights, and all of a sudden. uh, um they go hey i'm i'm struggling there's this the, this this upsell over here that that makes it live i can buy it for a week
3: yeah nice yeah,
4: yeah that's great i think that's, the opportunities think could, are awesome
3: a lot more freedom for people to be able to be involved at the level that they feel like they can afford and if you can change your mind midstream that's great
6: that's awesome
0: yeah i see I some great question. opportunities go ahead leslie
3: um if you're
2: looking to get into this, uh, what kind of hosting does it matter? You, I mean, I would think you said it was sure. kind of light. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
6: hostgator.com. Oneandone.com is also good. Go daddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Leslie, we didn't mean to detract. No, no,
6: no. Uh, no I think, uh,
4: uh, uh, so Lifter LMS has a uh, weekly, uh um, if you pay for it, it's called, they used to call it a call it after hour or after hours something. now it's called mastermind. And the number one question we always get is what, what, what hosting should I do? What hosting should I do? And the one thing I say is, should I go with this $5 plan? Do $10 plan. I go, you got to think of your hosting as your, like, it's your house. It's your rent. It's where you're paying rent at. Now, you can have this immaculate car, this immaculate property, but if your house is a, is a clunker or it's in a bad neighborhood and it takes you three hours to get home, you're going to – you can't – it's not going to be there for you. So um I tell people all the time, if you're going to do an LMS site where you're going to have five people come to it a month, you might be able to do a cheaper one and because it, it's not going to be big. But if that thing blows up and then all of a sudden you go from five to 3,000 people your on your site – <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. you're done. You're toast. And then you yeah. lost all that revenue that you could have got. So you
2: already hear people don't cheap out on the hosting. <laughs> no,
0: I, yeah, I, I plan ahead. Yeah, I think it goes back to my I always say, you know, if you're serious about your your business online, you better be serious right. about your hosting. That's
4: numero uno.
5: If what you, are the questions
4: you got. Yeah. Go
0: ahead,
4: oh, I was going to say for for hosting. One thing I, I always coach people on is. Because the price difference for a year of, of bad hosting to a good host, you're talking to me $30, $40 a month for one site. There's got to be something in your garage if you're really that tight for cash. Sell it and buy the good hosting, you know, because that's the number one. Because if, if your site goes down, all the hard work you've done, nobody's seeing it. So right. hosting my my soapbox a little bit. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. no. It, it, it should be a lot of
0: people's soapbox, honestly. Yeah.
6: What are the questions
0: I mean, you got, Leslie? Tim.
6: I, uh, I was going to say <laughs> with uh, an online course website and LMS, I mean, it's, it's no different than e-commerce. There's transactions that are happening, people buying the course, people that are interacting. Anytime you have anything more than just static content, you're going to need uh, bigger hosting. Um, but I, I do have a question to take us in a slightly different direction. Uh, in terms of Divi, you know, this is Divi chat, obviously. How does, and I'm asking you guys that have just built the, the LMS and the course website and everything, how does Divi help in streamlining the process of building an online course? Um, and you know, is there things that, that really helped that couldn't have been done as easily if you weren't using something like Divi? <laughs> well, the first thing I'll say is
0: we only build in Divi, so I don't really have anything to compare it to, how it, You know, but it works great.
4: <laughs> you, um, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but okay. I no. built most of my sites with Elementor. Um, no,
2: get
3: out of here. <laughs> no. well,
4: but I will say one insane. thing. I will say one thing. If I would have had... So I I helped you guys get the uh Rail um integration going for you know for your course. If I would have had this course done before I built the other cuz I have built three courses with with Divi. If I would have had the knowledge that I have now, ta- you know, taking your course, it would have made life a lot easier. So now I see that with Divi you can do a lot more than what I thought you could do so i'm actually going to do more so but he's a divvy convert he just doesn't (laughs) it.
3: all right you can stay (laughs) (laughs)
1: no but like jump on elemental chat next and say (laughs) we're gonna do a lot more like it's
4: this last two weeks has really opened my eyes to a little bit more because my one I'm on a Divi chat, so I gotta I gotta be careful. My one thing about uh, about Divi
3: okay.
4: was okay. you can get you could get a lot done and then all of a sudden once you get it up and you hit that breaking point where you gotta get more into like the CSS and stuff like that, it was very, very challenging. So and if you're not wanting to do the code, um to do more of that kind of stuff, it was it can be a little more difficult to get exactly what you want. But the functions of it are totally there. They they mold great with both LMSs, a LearnDash and a Lifter. Um, but I'm just saying the one thing is like, I think you can actually. I'm mean, I'm kind of impressed. Um, I've seen people who actually know what they're doing with with Divi and what they can do with it. So yeah,
5: I I think I think the one thing that even we didn't um take advantage of that you can do with Divi with uh, limited knowledge you can ask in the Facebook groups or look around for some. For some code is you can actually enable D- the divi builder in in these custom post types for um you know for things like uh lifter lms and and different uh custom post types so like so within you know the normal um confines of like the lifter lms course pages and stuff you could also have that coupled with a divi builder and create really uh nice looking uh course pages um out of the box i, I think lifter LMS looks great but divi with just a limited amount amount of knowledge, allows you to do that and gives you that extra power within those uh, custom post types.
4: Yeah, you got because uh, LMS or Lifter is really the base model, and uh, Divi is the add-ons you can get. And um, the one thing about that is, Lifter doesn't have support in for um, Elementor and, and Beaver Builder in the cus in their private um, post area. But a, about, but SJ in like, thir, you know, 35 seconds was able to create that. So like, I was on a call with him and I'm like, the one thing that I need is this. And 30 seconds later, it's built. And I'm like, oh, okay.
2: that, that's his thing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, He's a magician.
4: Yeah. and I was just like, okay, um, that, that really impressed me.
3: SJ has a way of doing that. Yeah,
1: And also, I mean, <laughs> one one other thing is that with the new um, Create Divi extension as well, it's super easy if you're using um, LMSs that um, have their own functions and features, going into those post types, ripping out the PHP that's making that happen, popping it into a module, Bob's your uncle, you've got yourself a, a page builder with built in modules that you've done Bob's yourself. Your so uncle? living the dream. <laughs> I, do
4: know my <laughs> I think that Shay has just created his next course. <laughs> Boom. So Boom.
3: I've got a question about lifter and maybe some of the other ones. Um, say you wanted to make a free course. Like I'm thinking in my mind, Oh, maybe I could just make a course for my, my clients that has, you know, like, because I make these tutorial videos every single time I make a website, maybe I could have some more generic stuff and then some like private, like yeah. videos. it what's your buy-in if you're not wanting to sell all this stuff like if you're wanting to do it is there a way to do it at a limited capacity that isn't quite as expensive i'm thinking about some of the people who are watching like is like what's the cheapest way that you can do it because i'm looking at it and so the infinity bundle is like a thousand bucks a year so a lot of people that's gonna unless they're ready to be selling a course for a lot of money is is there a limited way you come in and then you
4: lifter is absolutely free Okay. so 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 what you just uh, said it would work perfectly wouldn't cost you yeah. a dime um, and and I have actually done that so well so whenever I build sites for people I do I give them a, a course on their yeah. site so that's it's exactly nuts. what I do um, it's a hundred percent free and uh the cool thing is that with the you can build in analytics and stuff on top of all that um with with different plugins so you can see how long they were on this page how long they were on there and it's so like i do that with my clients so i actually know where they struggled and stuff like that um so it works out really well um but lifter made it the the core base free for for doing that kind of stuff and you don't even have to turn on any of the e-commerce stuff. You just click one button that says, says this course is free and it's done. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's the we,
6: WooCommerce model.
4: Yeah, when we yeah built,
6: that's built
0: When we built this course, the Transforming Divi with CSS and jQuery, we built out the complete LMS before John was ever even brought in on the project and before we integrated any of the features. And we had the full-blown course ready to go with the free out-of-the-box model what made it really awesome and made some of those added benefits that lifter has was the ability to have the private areas, the social aspect, the upsells, the functionality that you get in that infinity bundle. If you are doing a paid course is, is well worth it. I mean, you, yeah. you get so much um, value in there. It's pretty incredible. I looked at learn real quick and, They don't seem to have a free model. It seems to be one hundred percent paid the whole way. So um
3: I mean it seems like a great way to even just check it out, like being able to have a go at um just seeing what it would be like. The the idea that it's free, I could imagine that there would be lots of people out there that'd be Yeah, I actually didn't know that. I, I didn't know there was it was fully free.
4: And um and if you like with the all these YouTubers out there who are having problems getting things out there, if you actually are a YouTuber and you want to create um, tutorials on stuff or product reviews. Say you have a product review on on a certain computer and are how to use Mac in this certain way. You can do a whole tutorial series that's in your course and you can have affiliate, your own affiliate marketing built into your course. And you can actually have your own paid advertisement on your course so you don't have to be restricted to youtube's restrictions as far as advertising and stuff you can go to your local people and say hey um i'm talking about about your products you give me x amount of dollars i'll put your ad on the on this course so then so your affiliate marketing could be huge and some people um make more money doing doing the affiliate marketing than they would actually selling the course because of the type of content it is
3: so would you right. then, if you're gonna do that, would you then have those like publicly available? Or yeah. Would come and sign? So could you like you you made a say one off video about why Macs are better than PCs and then you wanted to like publicly make that? <laughs> <laughs> could you then like just share that video onto the socials? Yep.
4: Um yeah. you could yeah, you could totally do that. And then the what I like to do when whenever I when do stuff like that is I always put it behind some type of sign in. So, and then, then you can give exclusive rights and stuff like that. And then you always have those upsells. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. We're probably going to be building more LMS (laughs) sites and stuff. Definitely. You know, Tim and I have the course coming out and I'm trying to talk everybody and their grandma into courses now. So
2: (laughs) uh, I I think they are awesome. teacher. (laughs)
0: yeah i think you'd be an awesome teacher i see i see how helpful you are and sarah's the same way sarah when i first met sarah and really got to know her was her teaching people how to use essential grid you know it was like she took that over and turned it into you know i think helped their product out massively because of that teaching that she did so um yeah i'm I'm all about and i didn't get
3: anything from them yeah,
0: you should have like an affiliate link or something.
3: Oh, I did, yeah. but it never got me anything because everyone had already bought it by the time they got to me.
1: <laughs> I got
0: you. SJ, <laughs> well, what are you saying?
1: I'll just say to anybody that thinks that they can't be a teacher, um just remember Snoop Dog has a cooking show with Martha Stewart, okay?
2: <laughs> and it is pretty good.
1: <laughs> anybody <Wow>. can teach.
2: <laughs> That's fine. <funny. laughs>
6: All right, I'm going to I'm going to play devil's advocate here and just ask you guys questions again. Um, go, go. what is the benefit of building your own LMS with Divi and WordPress and Lifter opposed to launching a course on Udemy for example? Uh, obviously they take a cut of the price, but what are some I I know the reasons, I want to hear you guys say them. <laughs>
0: Well, you own it. First of all, it's your platform. Number one. Yeah. Number one. I, yeah. You're sending yeah, you're sending all your traffic over to Udemy or Teachable or and and there is a place for that. I don't wanna say that Teachable and Udemy and all those places don't have a place because not everybody is web developers like the people on this panel. They don't have the ability to go and build their LMS out and their Divi website and all that. So there is a value there, but there's a huge trade off that I think business owners don't really realize when they do go to those other platforms that they don't own 100% because they can change their terms of service. GDPR just came out, and I bet you a whole bunch of changes are coming. Yeah. yeah
5: and it seems it seems like you lose a lot of your uh, personal brand as well. I mean, all of a sudden you're not uh, Tim Streifler, you're uh, Udemy, Udemy professor, you know, seven. professor on Udemy, <laughs> Tim Streifler. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you're establishing yourself as a expert in an area, it, it seems like that would kind of diminish your, your brand, um, in my yeah. mind. And you Corey, don't own, can own you the say customer. Udemy one more time, please? Udemy?
2: <laughs> I said, <laughs> I, I say
3: Udemy.
6: Oh, on Udemy, I imagine you don't own the email list. You can't go market your next oh, course yeah. to the same people well, I don't know.
3: Right? I get tons of emails from like people. That I get a shitload. Asses. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Wait, from They're people like that you bought their me
2: all the time.
6: Like but, you bought yeah, their horse? I, and... I
2: bought uh, three yeah. courses last year, and I send them to spam, and they still fucking keep up. Sorry, they still
0: keep up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You hadn't dropped an f bomb in a long time. <laughs> we were we were overdue for an f.
4: Okay,
6: our visitors were getting worried. Yeah.
4: <laughs> here you go right here so you have this you have this huge mass market of all these courses and you're getting spammed from those those people what if you had your own course on your own site you created a, created a true relationship where the person taking the course sees your face they hear you they feel comfortable with you and now you're the like that's why that's the number one is the relationship you can bring to those people and you you t- they learn from you and they go from there. So I always tell people what well, the number one thing is you don't own it. If, if you build it somewhere else, they own it. And if they decide to sell their platform or jack their rates up, you're in trouble and, or they close. And now all those courses that you had your livelihood on are now gone and you may not be able to recreate them in the time frame that you need. And, uh, that, and that's one of the reasons why like, uh, me and my business partner, Mark, um, we created tools for course creators for that sole thing. Cause it's not that difficult um, to create it, but, and if you look at the price, what you're paying you to me to have your course, you would pay for it yourself within a year. If your course actually becomes successful, you know?
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, here's a a great example of you build something up that becomes valuable and an asset and you want to sell it. Not that they're going to sell the platform, but, you want to sell that business and stuff. Well, that's huge when you own 100% of it as opposed to trying to sell it on a third-party platform that you don't own and stuff.
4: Yeah. Yeah. If you watch my podcast that I did with Lifter how I created a I created a online workout, you know, Colomerate and then I and then I got bored with it and I want, I could see myself wanting to do more instead of just dumping it, I sold it for I'll you know a good
6: chunk of change. So yeah. more than a hundred dollars, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's a lot of money then.
4: But the good <laughs> thing is I got to, it was my content. So I I sold my platform. I didn't sell any of my content. So I gave them the structure of what they can now, now they are in their own content and I can reproduce that stuff in six months, you know? Right. It's nice. awesome. Awesome. Well,
0: I'm I'm on the LMS high bandwagon. I yeah. So it couldn't have come at a perf- more perfect time for us to you know kind of yeah. talk about this since it's fresh.
4: So can I ask you a question uh, real quick, David? So you just launched your you just launched your site. How do you feel like once you launched it and it got off the ground and you saw it working well? Um, how does it make you feel like using the platform and stuff? Like, did it actually
0: Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, here's what I am going to say, Jonathan or John, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give him some shout outs because he helped us greatly. You know, we had never, obviously as, as WordPress developers and website builders, we can build the platform, but I wanted to make sure that we dotted our I's and crossed our T's for our students so that they would have, you know, the best learning platform that they could have for the course that, SJ built, you know, the, the CSS and jQuery course. Um, you know, I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning. I brought John in to help make sure that everything was set up properly. He did an amazing job, by the way. Um, I, it might even be his new business model. You can hire the guy. <laughs> to, I hired him. You can hire him. <laughs> exactly. fantastic. Uh, I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning thinking, okay, crap, the course opens and five hours, even though everything was done last night and we, you know, double, triple checked everything. I still woke up, you know, and it was seamless. It was easy. It was excited. You know, people were, were excited to get started with the course, the engagement in the community, the Facebook group um, has just been awesome. I mean, it's been fantastic. We needed to make some tweaks. We realized halfway through the first day that we wanted to change some things. It was easy super easy we went in you know we, we we discussed what we wanted to change and by tomorrow those those changes will be implemented and stuff so my experience has been really really good and positive but I have to give credit where credit is due and the credit goes to a lot of the people that are around this screen oh me to, it was on oh,
3: me
0: <laughs> Sarah you know you too
1: yes, Sarah, sir. even the,
0: all even right. the moral support from talking yeah. with with Leslie and Sarah and Tim, even though they weren't directly involved in the building of it, they were involved in it because they heard me talk about it <laughs> leading up to. Um, but but John and and Corey and S J were definitely involved in the in the building, and and all the credit goes to the whole team around. Um, yeah, I'm, and and we've
5: gotten a lot of good feedback from um, you know the, the people from their pre-sales questions and and we're still getting feedback from people which is great and we and we love to hear it so uh you yeah. know your, your first iteration of something is never your you know your final we'll, we'll take lessons learned in in this course and implement them into the next one but it's it's been awesome it's it's exciting and fun
0: yeah, yeah. i I, didn't, I had no idea you know that it, that it, that i would have this much um i mean to me it's the same as when i started building wordpress websites almost 5 years ago Just that excitement and that that I've gotten the same thing with with creating the content and being that you know being teaching people and stuff is is really awesome. So I love it.
4: Yeah, (laughs) experience has been two thumbs up. Yeah,
5: me too.
4: Yeah, and and the good thing about a lifter is, say you have a twenty lesson or twenty different uh, uh, sections, you can launch this thing and get people's feedback. So by the time you get to number 10, your whole, your whole course could have changed based right. off of what your students wanted. So it's not like you, and right. cause you, cause you can do the drip feeds and stuff. So you can yeah. tell it when you want stuff to go.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, I, I think so, that's something like, I mean, like, like uh, that we really haven't touched on is the, <clears throat> the content side of it, which isn't really related to Divi, but you know, maybe like a strategy like that of, of creating the content and, um, you know, maybe even perhaps a, a couple of a tools that that we recommend. I know for like for videos, uploading the videos, we've been using um, Vimeo, which which is yep. awesome and really customizable. But
0: Locked um, it down, private area, only a hundred dollars for the whole year.
4: You know, so yeah. relatively inexpensive. Great. Yep. Yeah. Don't ever I, put uh, your don't ever put your courses on YouTube, on or your videos on YouTube. It's not locked why is down, that, on- John. It's not it's truly not, not locked downable. You're always limited to their content and it's always their videos. So if, like people don't realize that it, it, like you could have this beautiful course if one person says who is is a competitor of yours can go into your course and say, copyright strike, you're down. Your whole course is gone until you right. get that copyright fixed. Okay. So that's a you know, yeah. and not saying that WordPress people are gonna do that or somebody somebody who who wants to compete with you, they can go in and mess up your whole site.
5: Yeah. And, and hosting it, hosting a lot of videos and stuff on your server isn't the best idea. Um, no, so I was going to say. We definitely recommend uh, using something like, like Vimeo. <laughs> what do you mean? I, 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 I thought it was cool. Um, I thought it was cool on Vimeo how you could have it private except for on this particular it, website. And then you can put in the URL of the site. Uh, that, and there's some awesome privacy settings in there.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, we could probably do a whole show on on video hosting and and Vimeo cuz they got some really you can segment all of your videos and 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 set permissions and stuff as well inside Vimeo. It's a, it's a super awesome platform. Um yeah. what else did we do? We 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 obviously use Vimeo for the video aspect. What are some of the other content stuff? Anything?
1: I mean there's the quizzes and things like that that but- you know screen recording type
4: stuff or yes uh yeah so uh camtasia is always a good one um i love vmix it's a little uh, it's a little spendy to get all all the things but if you buy the vmix you have a complete production setup you can like we could do like i hope to do it someday with you guys but uh we can bring in all this into vmix and do a whole bunch of cool stuff uh much more and if you did do that you wouldn't have to buy a video editor if you don't like the video it because you can do everything live so if you're willing and you like the live switching you're good
0: yeah and i think what i like about the the flexibility of the course creation and stuff which is kind of what we were talking about at the end is that you can tweak you can get feedback you can set it out on a drip sequence and that's you know um, some of the benefits you find out what your students want, what they really want to learn, and where their focus is, and what you might need to tweak and stuff and that's to me that's very powerful because then you're catering you know um to the end user you know at the, at at the optimum so and and that's just really value and valuable when somebody's purchasing something so um, by giving them what they need and stuff, you have a lot of flexibility. You can also on give the, the
4: first, you can also give the first week for free and then make them
6: pay after that, <laughs> you know, on the flip side of the drip. Have you ever, have you guys ever had people, the overachievers that say like, Hey, can I get this part early or you know, 30 I of them today?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've already been getting them
6: upsell. Yeah. Pay more for early access. Yeah. no.
0: I, I, no, we're I had, i going to do that to y'all
6: students. Not right. No.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. I, th-
5: I, I think, um, somebody in, in our Facebook group made a good point about, uh, you know, dripping the content. And although you're excited and you want to get to the next lessons, just focus on the content that's available there. Maybe even watch it twice, do some of your own research about, about the topics. And, um, you know, it, it also allows us time to, to get, to get that, that kind of feedback and, um, I yeah. think it also means that you're
3: going to end up with more people at the same stage. Yep. Like obviously some people will be behind, but you've got more of a chance of the journey happening together, which is quite nice.
4: Yeah.
1: And, and that's the thing. If you've got, um, you know, you might have a handful of students that are chomping at the bit for the next lesson, but the majority of your students may not have, for example, The majority of the students won't have even have started the content today, even though it went live today. You know, they'll get to it at some point this week.
2: Give me a break. seven in the morning. (laughs)
1: Yeah. yeah. But if if, if we want to have that community aspect where everybody's going along roughly at the same time so that we can talk about the lessons and the code and things like that, then we need to kind of there will be people that, you know, feel like they're having to wait a little while. But to the benefit of the the group at large um that makes sense for us you know so um it's quite I think easy to under pressure from your students change your model just go oh okay if you're waiting then we'll just we'll stop drip feeding it and we'll just we'll just release it out but I think the that's going to have more of a detrimental effect on the learning of everyone rather than just those 30 or so people that want to get ahead you know
3: that's the other thing that like uh, like we're kind of in this age of binging where you know we just want to binge tv but sometimes when you take it back to the like you have to wait every week for like the new episode it's like it's really precious like yeah. you're like waiting 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 for that new episode and then it's like the night it's tuesday yeah. night yeah. like it's, the is on Sunday. and then it ends and you're like no oh! <laughs> Oh. Sil- Silicon valley is
0: on <laughs> sunday
3: <Exactly. laughs> yeah, yeah I from- <laughs>
0: mean-
3: <laughs> like i think there's something about that that actually makes you take in the content that little bit more and like really enjoy it and absorb it more compared to like if you just watch three episodes in a row if you miss 10 minutes you're kind of like mm, it's all right yeah. So right. I think and you have that week
2: out. to play on your own too. And, yeah. and it's
3: just kind of like soaking around in your mind. Like when I was at university, the um, lecturers would always say to us that we that we would always be smarter after this, the holidays. So you'd have a two week break and we come back and they'd be like, you're just better at what you're doing. And it was because we'd had the break. Like, I think sometimes there's something about that content just like whirling around. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you come right. to the next bit and it's just sunk a bit deeper before you're taking in more.
6: Your subconscious has time to process it before you move on to the next thing.
3: Well that was yeah, a I mean... smarter way of saying it, but
1: yes. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you go back to um if you go back to your analogy, Sarah, of like the, the TV shows, um this whole kind of binge Um, culture that we have has destroyed like fan theories because you already know everything that's going to happen because you watch the entire series. Leslie, I'm looking at you in one (laughs) night. Whereas uh, to put that into a course um, aspect, if you're giving everybody everything straight away, you're not encouraging them to pause, go away and learn on their own, expand on the lessons that you're giving them, Um, you know, really study, each individual lesson and each individual section um, because they're just keen to get onto the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And I know that from my own learning, when I started um, learning to code and I was using Code Academy, I was just ploughing through these lessons. Bam, 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 next one, next one, next one. And I got to the end of the day and I went, I don't actually remember anything. I just learned. (laughs) So I have to go back and do it again and just say to myself, 40 minutes a day, you know, do that lesson and then come back tomorrow and you're going to feel better for it. Yeah, nice. And I think one of the things, you know, for example, just watching the the, the flow in kind
0: of to SJ's point of students into the course and stuff, for example, the Facebook group only has about 25% of the members in the group currently that have signed up for the course. So, you know, I do think that there, you know, the drip fed and stuff, people aren't going to be you know all gung ho right at that time i'm curious to see kind of how what the analytics are and what we what what it looks like in the long run and stuff all right well i think we've we've talked quite a bit about lms and websites with divi i love them divi with with lifter at least has been seamless it's been awesome to work with haven't had any issues at all i mean like none um so It's been fantastic. Why don't we do a quick parting thoughts on, uh, Jonathan, John, you don't know this, but we do, you know, we do parting thoughts each, each episode and stuff and kind of whatever you want to say is fair game. So who wants to start?
2: I'll go first because I don't have a whole lot to say on this topic. Um, I've never built an LMS. I don't know if I ever will. Um, just cause I stick to design, not just cause I don't want to. Um, but I, I guess cause of the hosting thing, that was my question. I, I think it's really important, um, to not skimp on that part. And I think that's one of, for whatever reason, that's the one area very early on that people get stuck on and they just can't get past like, oh my gosh, that's going to be $200 a year. Um, but like David said, if you're serious about, about your business, about your course, be serious about your hosting. So that's my part of that.
0: Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Who's next?
1: I'll go. Um, SJ. I'll just say back to the point that I made earlier about kind of at what point would you jump into an LMS rather than using some sort of other system. Um, I think the answer is straight away because you don't really know what you're missing until you've used one of these LMSs with all of the features. and you start to realize actually that the course content is maybe really only about 30% of the experience. The other stuff is coming from, you know, the, the rewards, the quizzes, the badges, the certifications, um, and and everything else that comes with these systems to encourage your users to get from the start to the finish without being disheartened, without feeling like they're getting left behind or that, um, you know, they're not getting the true value out of it. So just by using an LMS, your course is already more valuable than if you didn't use it.
0: Awesome, Very good points. Who wants to go
5: next? I'll go. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say if it's something you' you're on the fence on. Um, just just kind of start start planning it out. Obviously, uh, even before you start digging into to the LMS and everything like that, uh, you've got a lot of work. you know if you're planning a pretty robust site, a lot of work going into content. So to start, you know, planning it, making notes, doing your research. Um, and then I think ultimately with a lot of the resources out there, the LMS aspect of it isn't as scary or expensive as, as you might think it is. So if you're on the fence, um, I'd, I'd say just kind of start leaning, leaning, uh, towards that direction and just do it.
6: Awesome. Sweet. I'll go. Um, so my parting thought would be, don't be afraid to get help. So there's, uh, if you're like me and you haven't built a LMS before, and you're kind of diving in for me, I, I have to get my hands dirty. I have to start and, and start, you know, the process, um, David shaking his head interrupting my final thought. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry.
6: (laughs) I'm totally kidding. Um, So I guess for me, my advice would be don't be afraid to get help. There's a Lifter LMS group. There's other Facebook groups out there. You can outsource to someone like John Farley, who (laughs) has significant experience with building out courses. Um, And yeah, you know, don't let something like that, the, the daunting thought of all this work you've never done before, keep you from building a site either for yourself or for your client. Great parting thought. Thank you, Tim. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: my parting thought is I think I'm going to give it a go on a free one for one of my clients and just can, it, can, can, migrate the way that, because at the moment what I'm doing is I use Loom and I just make up a bunch of videos and I put those videos in a folder and then give them access, which I mean, Loom works quite well because you can just see when they've watched their videos and they can put comments on it and stuff. But I think it makes a lot more sense if you, it's possible and if it gives me experience anyway. So my parting thought is I'm going to give it a go and maybe other people should too.
4: Awesome. I think uh, mine is don't be afraid to start, Um, get your course out there, do good beta testing and realize that what you put out there is not going to be perfect the first time, but once it's out there, you can always add to it and think outside the box. That's the main thing is, and if, because if you want it, other people want it. So awesome.
0: Yeah. And I I think for me, my final thought would be, um, you know, map out your process. You know, if you're going to do a course and you're going to charge money for it and stuff, think about what's got to go into it, you know, do some planning, do some research. The, the, the LMS aspect was probably the, easiest part honestly building the site and stuff all of the logistics that went into the course after the fact for you know all the things that you have to do in that course just plan them out you don't have to know all of them you know because you do have the flexibility to move pretty quickly and pivot uh, that's the wonderful thing at least with lifters is we've been able to pivot pretty quickly um, adding in features that we missed and stuff so Try to map it out and just run with it. Go, you know, and and if you have trouble and you're using Lifter, you can d- email Chris Badgett directly at
4: team at. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. To you. <laughs> if you're having trouble, you can go John at CourseCreators.com and I'll, and I'll help you. Nice. Oh, John, or t- or, tools for CourseCreators.com. There you go. So. <laughs>
1: Got to make sure I say it right. John, <laughs> Be careful. Because the yeah. 15 people might crash your server. Careful <laughs> well, I have great hosting. Awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, I've, this has been a great episode and uh, we're going to have another great topic next week. Let me see what it is. Let's see here next week. Guess what we're talking about? What page builders <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might even talk about
3: elements. Yeah,
1: and, oh gosh. I just wonder which one's going to be our
6: favorite. Uh, <laughs> wait, I have a question. Is there more than one page builder? I thought There's there was Yeah,
2: Gutenberg. Just kidding.
6: On the next episode of Elementor Chat. <laughs> this is
1: awesome. This, this, well, thanks for this, tuning this, in, everybody. And divvy, Divi. Guten Divi. Be the Divi.
4: Well,
0: thanks, guys. I'm going to hit the sign off button and thanks to all the live viewers for tuning in this week and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye all. everybody.